Welcome to That's a Hit. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hi. How are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. And I think that might be the one of the first songs we're actually going to be able to play on the podcast, actually. And we'll get we'll get to the reason why I think we'll be able to play it on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm your host, Kayla the Genius. And I am Haley. I am Haley Rigsby. I'm I'm blown away right now. <laughs> we are doing an episode on 49ers rap. Oh my god. It's a Super Bowl episode! Woo-hoo. Live from... A town where we lost out on going to the Super Bowl. Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Fuck you, Chiefs. We are not in Miami, don't worry. No, we are definitely but not in Miami. After listening to that song, don't you feel like you're in Miami a little bit? Don't you feel? Don't you just feel like you're just right there? I'll tell you where I feel like I am. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a fugue state. A fugue I fe- state. I feel like I'm in just like a... I feel like I'm in between reality and somewhere else. Is it because you just seen Jerry Rice do a rap? Yeah. <laughs> Amongst other things, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, so Haley, I got to tell you some good news. What tell me? We are now on Spotify. Um Breaker App, Radio Republic, mm-hmm. and Google Podcasts. Nice. So we on, we on, we are now streaming on some podcasts. Hello, everyone. I don't think Apple Music has picked us up yet, but they'll they'll join. They'll yeah, join. They'll they'll yeah. figure it out. If, you know how Apple's pretty late on the things. They're like, hey, we pick you up after you became popular, and we act like we founded you. Mm-hmm. You know how Apple is. Yeah. <laughs> so I got so that's great news I say. Okay. Yeah, that's great so, news. Now everybody, so 
will be trying to put together maybe a social media for this as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you can message, email us at that's a hit 2020 at yahoo.com. Boom, boom. To send us, you know, quest until we can actually get to comments and things like that. Mm-hmm. And reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. But right now, just email us there and send us what you want us to. Send us some songs. Songs that to do. Make me feel as confused and questioning of life as I feel right now. <laughs> uh, I know I promised last week that we was going to do a Super Bowl Shuffle. And I think Haley's like, I wish we would have did it now. Yeah. But it's the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Well, it makes sense. I get your reasoning. I understand. And there's, there's, there's always another time for Super Bowl Shuffle. But mm-hmm. I understand that you felt that this needed to come first. <laughs> you know why I felt most of, mostly of this needed to come first? Because the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. Also, this song came first. This song prequels the Super Bowl Shuffle. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that, that already answers a question that was kind of <laughs> hanging out in my head. Okay. Who was the... What came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh-huh. You're telling me that this happened before Sup- the Super Bowl Shuffle? This happened a year before the Super Bowl Shuffle. A year? A year before the Super Bowl Shuffle. So this was truly a completely original idea. This is someone, this is someone like, I have this, hey guys, what I see, what I thought it was, I thought it was a situation where the Super Bowl shuffle happened, they're like, why don't we just do something that's just us? Mm-mm. But that's logic, and I <laughs> realize now that with something like this, logic should not be applied. So... Honestly, I like this better than the Super Bowl Shuffle because there's a lot more fun to this than the Super Bowl Shuffle. The story yeah. is so fun behind this. This is going to be a really fun... This probably be my favorite episode for Suru to start off with. Okay. Because this is really fun. The, you know, the last two songs, we kind of get some story behind it, but we don't get as much story a behind it. A rich story? It's not... This is... I mean, this is real true journalism to get behind this song. It is. It's true journalism yeah. to get behind the song. We're going to get into an article um, done by The Athletic. And it's an app that you can get on your phone, Athletic, okay. actually. So we're going to get into an article done by Athletic where they actually talk to the performers of this song. <laughs> they they spoke about this. Wow. Yes. See, I would have I figured that this would have happened and they would have just been like, we're not do we're not going to speak about this. They would have like they would have gotten into the cold light of day and honestly, I think only one person declined. Well, I think yeah, only one person truly re- declined. Was it Jerry Rice? No. What? Oh no, Jerry Rice talks about it. Wow. Jerry Rice love Jerry Rice loves this. He actually loves this. You know, I bet I bet that they had fun. You can tell that they had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun. Yes, they had a lot of fun. It just, I'm just, I'm gonna jump right into this because mm-hmm. I had multiple things going through my head. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this sounds like, you know how like kids sound when they rap, 
My name is Haley, and I'm here to say I'm the coolest chick in the USA. <laughs> like it sounds like a it sounds like kids rapping. That's what they did in the '80s, though. I feel like that was like a big thing in the '80s was people doing doing that rap right there. Doing that kind of flow. Just doing that. Yeah, this is how we rap, and this is how we joke, and we do this with our folks. Like you know like, what I mean? My name is this, and I do this. I'm not, I don't do drugs, that's shit. Yeah, and then, like that. And then they would be, but they wouldn't say shit. They no. they would be like, that ain't legit. Yeah, they'll say something like that. Like, but you can, how, if that you That makes watch, you quit, yeah. something like that. But I'll tell you what, you can kind of see that one of the dudes in the, in the footage, like, if you watch the video, which I highly encourage you to do. Which, which dude are you thinking of? I'm thinking of the clip. There was a guy at the very end. They showed him, and he he put his hand over his mouth. Like, oh gosh, I think he might have accidentally slipped out and said a cuss word. Oh, we got. I got a little bit of take on that actually. Okay. Yeah. I think he like you can see the look on his face. He was like, oh. Oh no! And I got. Whoop. I got a little bit of a take on that one actually. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh. And also. Something else that I mean, this is this is just a small detail, but mm-hmm. something that like kind of sticks out in my head. Mm-hmm. One of those dudes' name is Eric Wright. Mm. <laughs> Do you know that because they announced it, Eric Wright? Yeah, my name's I'm Eric Wright. I'm like Eric Wright. Easy, right? Easy. He he was probably like. This is actually before Easy though. This is 1984. Well, that's why he didn't go by his name. Yeah, see, you got to think. This is before Gangster Rap. That, uh, you, um, you don't say. <laughs> this is about a year or two before Gangster Rap is, so you this is what rap is You can tell this is on fun. the way. I'm not saying this is gangster or, like, hard in any, any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> oh, you're sure? Because there are some lines in there. I mean... Yes, I am sure. One hundred percent. There's some lines in there that might make you go, "Huh." But what I'm saying is, him saying I'm Eric Wright is the reason why Eric Wright of NWA fame called himself Easy. <laughs> He's like, they cannot know about me. They cannot know they that they cannot associate that with me. That's interesting enough, because we're going to start off the podcast with a quote from Eric Wright. Not of, not easy. Not easy. Oh, Eric, this Eric Wright right here mm-hmm. loves to talk, by the way. He loves to talk. Uh, And he had, he had his daughter in there, and her name is Haley. Yeah, one of the daughters was name is Haley. I forgot about like, that. Something, yeah. And Haley, and I'm like, oh God, now they're calling me out right now. <laughs> He remembers the song a little. Eric Wright remembers the song a little bit depressingly. Oh no! He remembers that he couldn't carry a tune. Well, but he's rapping, so he doesn't need to carry a tune. Yeah. Um. So I'm calling BS on he, that. He goes on to say he wished that the Forty ers this Forty ers now would do a reboot. And he's saying that hopefully they win the Super Bowl and they can get Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, who I hate as a person, Greg Kittle, who, no, nah, he wasn't on your team, right? He was on somebody else's fantasy football team, right? 
George Kittle. Excuse me. George yeah, I, d- I don't think he he's was a, on mine. He's a tight end. Huh? Emmanuel Sanders, who was on my fantasy football team and almost won me a championship. Huh? And Richard Sherman. Hmm. He said he wants to see them do a nice little rap together there. I like Emmanuel Sanders. You like Emmanuel Sanders? I follow him on Instagram. He seems like a fun dude. Really? Hmm? Oh, okay. He was on my fantasy football team. No. Don't follow him, no. Yeah. I, I think he was on my fantasy football team um, in a different league, I think, last year. Yeah, he was. I remember. And I kind of made it a point to uh, follow him. not follow all of them, but kind of, you know, see if the people on my fantasy football team, you know, I wanted to see what they were like. And I liked his Instagram, so I followed it. Don't. You can't draft a person that you wouldn't party with. I mean, hey. That's a that's a good thing to say. <laughs> um, By the way, speaking of drafting people, J.J. Mm-hmm. Watts hosted SNL last night. Okay. Was it good? It seemed pretty funny. Okay. I I guess I'll get get some videos from you. You usually send me those SNL videos. Well, actually this song was predated by another song. Which was? We are the 49ers. They've done multiple songs? Yes. Do you want to listen to We Are the 49ers? We're not going to really talk about that song, so you don't have to. Maybe it's some other time. Okay. We're not going to talk about that song. We're just going to say that that song predated it. And the reason why I bring up that that song predated it is because... A guy didn't listen to that song and then thought, you need to make another song. <sighs> so, We Are the 49s was produced by a Grammy winner, interesting enough, Narada Michael Walden. Do you know any other, any of his other masterpieces? I literally had just found this song literally two hours ago, okay. so I didn't have enough time to look up. All right. No, I don't Michael Walden. But uh, from what I've see, heard, it seems like that Narada knew uh, Ronnie Lott already, mm-hmm. and he told them of the idea, and Ronnie Lott introduced them, introduced Narada to the players. Mm-hmm. Um, This song, interesting enough, was recorded on the week of a game. On the week of a game? The, like before the game? The 49s was started 6-0 and to start off the year. And on the week that day, would go to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. They recorded this song right here. Did they win or lose that game? They lost the game. And the head coach, Bill Walsh, was pissed. If y'all don't know who Bill Walsh is, he's known as a... He's known as, like, the the Bill Belichick in the 80s. Oh, okay. He's known as the guy that just... He created this big, unstoppable team. So... When he got pissed, you were in trouble. Well, I mean, he's he's probably thinking... These guys went and did this stupid freaking song, and now they lose this game. 
This game, this song is the reason why they lost that game. Oh. 100%. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Um, but this is when we get the Escovido family involved. And I wonder if you might know this family a little bit. Escovido. Escovido. That sounds like a, like a mobster family. It is the opposite of a mobster family, as you just seen that video. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most child-friendly thing I've ever seen. It honestly, it's like if, um, I don't even know. <laughs> it, I don't, it's, it, it's like if like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air had a baby with, um, terrible rapping. <laughs> like the beginning of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> That's not nice to say to Will Smith. I'm not, I'm not saying that about Will Smith. I made sure to say that it, it had a baby with bad rapping. See what I get? See what I did there? That was somewhat complimentary towards Will Smith. So you can back up on that hate that's just given to me right now. Well, Peter Michael Escovito used his dad's and mom's hookups in the music today in the little industry there. Not the music industry, but the football kind of industry. Mm-hmm. To get a meeting with Roger Craig. And from that, Roger Craig was all in. He said, and I quote, we did it for fun, Roger Craig did. He was the 40 back 49ers running back. He's mm-hmm. the one that starts off the music video mm-hmm. from 83 to 89. He's, I think he, I don't, either he's a Hall of Famer or he's like up there for it. Uh, Roger Craig, he's really good for, Running back. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started scheduling then a studio session in which, sadly, a person that was supposed to be in the music video but did not have the time to do it that day because he was busy. Joe Montana. <sighs> <laughs> He probably thanks God every single day <laughs> that he didn't do that. He was actually supposed to be in it, though. Now they're like, "Man, we can do this without him. We don't. Have, we don't need him." They do like to brag that there were that there was a couple people with music prowess, <laughs> family, uh, music backgrounds. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. This is the people that had music backgrounds of what their music background was. Oh, yeah, that really shows. Roger Craig's father played blues guitar. Okay. Not Roger Craig. But his father. <laughs> his father played blues guitar. It's like, oh, yeah, I listened to my dad play the guitar, and that really influenced how I don't have any talent at all. Roger Craig literally said, quote, my dad tried to teach me to play guitar, but instead I just went and played sports and ran around outside. Well. <laughs> and probably my favorite, the guy with the my favorite line in the whole entire inside the song, mm-hmm. Doug the Bose had a college rap group called the Ice Crew. I love it. The ice crew. Now, I don't know if you remember Doug DeBose's part. 
I I remember him. Refresh me on his line. Oh, we're please. gonna get into key lyrics later on. Okay. We're just gonna get into the info of the story right now. Okay. I remember his thing, and I still thought, "Holy shit! I can't believe this is happening." <laughs> so, but you know. Now you might be wondering who is Peter Michael Escovito. Yeah, who is Peter Michael Escovito? Well. He's a pretty well-known music musical director, actually. Okay. He's worked with the likes of Justin Timberlake, Luther Vandross, Most Def, and Mariah Carey. And he did this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a shock. That is a 100% shock. Holy crap. Well, you might feel, you might feel a little bit better for him. Because, I guess we we really didn't get into how the story came out. No. So, the Escovito family, they're from San Francisco, been there their whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, his, da- his dad actually grew up a 49ers fan, and he remembers back when he said a story that I guess they did, but he's like, he used to throw pillows on the field back when they like first started the 49ers. I guess that was a thing they did. Like how you know we throw catfish on ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess they throw pillows on the field. That's a little bit nicer of an image than someone throwing a catfish onto an ice. Yeah, I, I don't get what the pillows were about, but I guess it was a thing. Pillow fight. <laughs> what, if the, what if the football games broke out into pillow fights back in the day? I would enjoy that. <laughs> I would feel better because, you know, if... If that happened, maybe you wouldn't have, you know, these CTE dudes running around <laughs> killing people. Just pulling their teeth out of their head and the super gluing over, them back overtime, in. Overtime is just pillow fights? I'm down. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, I, here's the deal. I think if that happened, maybe more women would watch football. Because, yeah. I mean, think about it like this. Guys like to watch hot girls have pillow fights, right? Like, that's kind of like a hot thing. So maybe women want to see hot men having pillow fights. But it's, but it's not like they're going to be dressed differently. They're still going to be in the same uniform clothes. But no, I'm saying if they could, like, during overtimes, they could, like... Dress out? Yeah. Okay. Here, we stick up, we stand for our stance on letting the players pillow, pillow fight, fight in overtime. In overtime. Whoever wins, <laughs> wins the game. It's a lot safer, and it's much nicer to watch. If they just want to leave those tight pants on, that's fine, too. Just the just, uh, pads off? Pads off? Pads off. Pads off. Jersey, jersey on or no? Jersey off. Jersey off. Yeah. Helmet. What do you do with a helmet? I think you gotta keep the helmet on for CTE purposes. Yeah, keep the helmet on. Okay, so helmet on, jersey off. Helmet on, jersey off, pads off, pants on. Oh. Okay. But the tight ones, the ones that they just wear on the field. Oh. Okay. Because you want to see the buns. You want to see those buns. Okay. Well, Peter <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I just accept things? <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Michael Escovito. He, uh, so, you know, they go up with the uh, 49ers family, and 49ers just come out with a song, We Are the, we are the 49ers. Mm-hmm. 
And is it so? Is we are the Forty ers Is that just like a fight song, or is it kind of like we are the world? It is literally like we are the world. <gasps> literally. Oh it is, my god! It is literally, we are the world. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to hear it? I do. Okay. I actually really do. Right. I also want to hear E Forty er Gang, but yeah, he just he just did that song actually, just oh. like a month ago. Yeah. Is it kind of like Gucci Gang, but not? I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Niner Gang, Niner Gang, Niner Gang. I'm gonna guess not. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. He's got a he's got a whistle in his mouth. All right. Well, we'll listen to We Are the Forty Niners. I don't know if that song's copyrighted, so we won't be putting that on the podcast. Yeah. But. So why don't we just take a minute and give it a listen? Okay. That was my shit, though. <laughs> well. I can I honestly I kind of feel bad. We should have did. We are the Forty Niners. Well, but so. no, we shouldn't have because I wouldn't have had anything bad to say about it. <laughs> it makes more sense for us to do the Forty ers <coughs> rap because that is a dumpster fire. It also, was a dumpster fire. Also, Gary Clark in that song, he's the tight end that is known for making the the catch. Uh-huh. You know, if you if you ever seen the play where Joe Montana throws the ball up to a tight end in the back of the end zone and he catches the football and it's a play, it's called the catch. I probably it's, have it's seen it. It's been in commercials. It's been in commercials. You've seen it before. Mm-hmm. He's the main guy singing in that. He actually has a singing career. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. So wow. it's not as bad. Not as bad. Is it Gary Clark Jr.'s dad? Seeing as he's a white guy, no. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't Dwight. tell. I couldn't tell, dude. You never know. His name's Dwight Clark. I said Gary Clark, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Dwight That's Clark. why I said, is it Gary Clark Jr.'s dad? Yeah, I was thinking of Gary Clark. That's what it was. No, but... uh. See, he's easy to think about. Very talented. Well, he is very talented. Give him up. Um, so, yeah. Peter Peter Michael Escovito. He, so, he hears that song and then goes, you know what? We got to make a video to go with the song. Meaning video to go, like he hears 49ers rap and he's like, let's do this, guys. No, he hears, we are the 49ers and oh. then goes, we need to make a video, but you can't make that type of video. It's not going to be as interesting. Yeah. So instead, let's make a 49ers rap video. Because that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we get it to the day of the shoot. Uh-huh. Now, give Peter Michael Escovito all the credit in the world because he wrote the song, shot the video, and literally did it line by line. Okay, wait. You're telling me right now that one that a, that song was written like it was a written song, not something that those guys uh, just did. Michael is. You think they're talented enough to even get two lines out of their mouth? They're right. They they were terrible lines. It was basically two lines. Think about think about if it was think about if it was did freestyled by them. That's that what I thought worse. it was. No, not at all. No, this was written by Michael by Peter Mike, who. I'm gonna guess wrote it as elementary as possible. Okay, I'm gonna so, I'm gonna ask a very important question here. Mm-hmm. Peter Michael Escovito is he white? No, I think I, I'm gonna guess 
being for the name that he's got he's some sort of like you know Spanish Mm -hmm. some type of Spanish person Mm -hmm. I mean you see him in the video was he the one with the hair he's the one and I was gonna save this one for later but I guess I can play it for now Mm -hmm. he's the one playing guitar solo Oh, wow, that guitar solo was really something. Well, you want me to tell you something? Sure. That wasn't him. You know the reason why we know it isn't him? Why? Because he actually doesn't know how to play guitar. <laughs> he shot a video of him playing guitar. And Wait. he doesn't even know how to play it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel deceived. <laughs> betrayed does the 49 rap just keep getting old and over it you? just keeps getting worse and worse like oh. I, every moment everything you say i'm like it, it's just <laughs> okay so yeah he literally said like and you can see it in the video. Uh-huh. That's why I said pay attention to the video. Yeah. Literally, you can see it that they'll record a line and then like you'll flip to another scene and he'll say another line and then because literally that's what they did. He'll like record. He'll be like, okay, this Wait. is your line right here. So you know it goes. Oh my god. So you know it starts off like Roger. I'm Roger Craig and I'm here with friends and mm-hmm. I do something something and this is what we do or whatever. So literally, he was just like he was literally going up to going up to line Roger Craig line. and going like, okay, here here's what You're you do. Say this. Just say this. Say Roger Craig. I'm here with friends and this and this and this and this and that. Ben's or whatever. You know it's and that, it, mm-hmm. cut. That's it. It's funny because that is pretty much exactly how they did um, Boys in the Hood with actual Easy E. Yeah, really. Yes, they he did not rap before that song. Mm. So they literally had to just feed him the lines, and in the beginning he wasn't doing very well. Yeah, I mean you, it's in it's right there in the movie. Oh, huh. okay. And that's a real, but it's a real story, true, yeah. true I, thing. I've never seen that movie. I mean, I know, I know that. I know he didn't rap. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't rap. That it was just like one of those things. Like you, you're a guy with street cred. We need you on this team. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So. You give you give him some credit now, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe you give him a little bit more credit when you hear Eric Wright has to say next. Uh huh. He said, and I quote, he compared the song, the learning, the learning of lines and recording it, to learning plays. Yeah, that's. So you feel feel a little bit better for him now, right? <laughs> no, I really it don't. A, it was a tough job. I mean, these guys equated equated learning rap lines to learning football play. plays. I think that says a little bit. Well, I don't really think. It, I think it says more about the him than it does about Escovito over here. I, I know it's saying that Escovito did a great job. He got these guys to be half not decent rappers. But he got in a rap. <laughs> he got in a rap. He got them to <laughs> successfully get words out of their mouth. <laughs> but I don't even, at the, even even then I don't know if you could call that successful. Um. <laughs> uh, so we get to the bows now. The bows 
and the Ice Man. Did the what? Ice Crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah Ice, Ice Man, Ice, Ice Man. <laughs> he tried to go top gun with it. <laughs> man, that's what they called him in his crew. Uh, the Bose said, and he laughed and said, "Eric Wright, the most." Eric Wright was the worst, stating he was more country singer than rapper. And that's where he goes, the quote of, he put his hand above his mouth. That was not intentionally done. He did that by himself. <laughs> Wait. I, I, I think it was a part where he messed up and they kept it in. Oh. No, it was at the very end. It was mm. like a little clip. It was it was yeah. just like a little blooper. Oh yeah, that well you'll get into it. We, they they didn't have outtakes. Anything that, that anything that happened, they just kept in the, in the video. Okay. <laughs> they didn't have outtakes. They just kept in the video. I'm so, not yes, shocked. A lot of things were yeah. They just kept in the video. A lot of things were outtakes that they just kept in. I was like, mm. <laughs> that's yeah, the reason why. That's the reason why you have Peter Michael Escovito playing <laughs> guitar solo. <laughs> um. And then we get it to Ken Turner, who is the... I guess we didn't even mention what Eric Wright was. So Eric Wright was a defensive back for the 49ers. And Kenya Turner, who was the um, linebacker for the 49ers from 1980 to 1999. I mean, not, sorry, 1990, excuse I'm me. Like, damn! I mean, he didn't play that 19 before. years? Shoot! Yeah, I said, no, not for Kenya, Kenya Turner. Kenya Turner, he said... You need to vote for me for best voice in the music video. <laughs> None of y'all are winning, though. <laughs> Even though I think there is a very clear loser. Huh? Jerry Rice. You got you put Jerry Rice as a loser? Oh, yeah. Really? Either Jerry Rice or Eric Wright. Eric Wright, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Rice was the one that sounded, honest to God, the most like a kid rapping. Yes, he it he sounded he sounded like Rice. he was embarrassed. I'm Jerry, like it was it was like it was quiet. It sounded like he had social anxiety disorder. It, it, like this sounds like something that would have been on like the a Lonely Island album. <laughs> I'm Jerry Rice, and I'm gonna say I'm the baddest. So let's see what the Forty Nine ers president has to say about mm-hmm. this. Um. Team President Cameron Policy, that's a real name, mm-hmm. um, said, I am not sure I should thank you for resurrecting this, this re- resurrecting the memory. And in parentheses, he wrote, or a nightmare. Um, I guess that's what the person that wrote the article said. Mm-hmm. Uh, of our outstanding players attempting to expand their talent ranges. After watching the video again, I now realize why I tried to erase it from my sense of awareness. And I hope that the adult children of these players are not exposed to viewing this not so artistic display of artistry. Uh huh. Yeah, he. Mm. Which I can tell you right now. Not not a thing. Not a thing. Because Jerry Rice's daughter, Jada, actually found a video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Rice actually posted it to his Instagram saying, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thought this had went away. <laughs> no, no, no. But he said, look at my hair. This is, he was like, hey, look, because 
he has hair now in that video. Uh-huh. He doesn't have hair, you know. Obviously, he's been bald for a while since I remember him. Since I remember him, he's bald. So you look at that video, you go, he has hair on, and you know, he's he hits as this is a such a fun nostalgic day. <laughs> uh, now there's a person in the music video that is the sister of Michael Peter Michael Escovito. Okay, that I'm surprised you didn't. Get that for the name, Escovito, actually. Her name is Sheila E. Sheila E. is Escovito's sister? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. And it's technically in a music video. Oh, my God. Wow. If you don't know who Sheila E. is, she was a sing. She sang with Prince. And she's well, known for the hit song, The Gam- the Glamorous for Life. Yeah, she well, she just played on the Grammys this year with Usher. Did she? In the Prince tribute. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was awesome. He was great. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was just going to town. Well. She's a killer drum player. She's in the music video. Holy crap. Was she one of the girls, like, kind of, like... Dancing you will not bit. see her in a music video. Oh. So, okay. Sally, you will not see her in a music video. She is at a point in a music video where the players are kneeled down on the ground. Mm-hmm. And a woman pops up and the players fall over. Mm. Because of how hot she is. Oh, okay. That is her. She's the hot girl. She's the hot girl. <laughs> but the thing is that... She gets blocked out by graphics, and the reason why is because now Michael Espe- Michael uh, Peter Michael will not. We're just gonna call him Peter Michael. Mm-hmm. Do it, do like they do on uh, what is it? Uh, Arrested Development. Okay. <laughs> so Peter Michael d- will not say what happened for sure. A lot of them won't say what happened for sure. Mm-hmm. Eric Wright is pretty much the only person that really recalls the day. Yeah. <laughs> a lot Everybody of them probably try to block it out. Yeah, a lot, all the rest of the side try to say that, dude, that's been like 30 years ago. We don't recall what happened. But. You don't forget a day like that. <laughs> all y'all other ones are lying. <laughs> you do not forget that day. Come on now. But, uh... What... I think Roger Craig was the one that might have said that he believed that I think Sheila E contacted him and told him that Prince was the one that did not want her in the music video. <laughs> so pretty oh, much Prince. Prince made him put graphics up to block out her. Okay, so Prince didn't want Sheila E to be in this music video, but Prince was totally fine with his music completely being like the 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 thing in Showgirls. <laughs> I mean... Which one is it, Prince? <laughs> I know you're dead. I'm supposed to be respectful, but which one is it? <laughs> Gonna switch the game up now, Mama. <coughs> so, Sheila... The guys really like Sheila. Mm-hmm. I'm really sure. They're gonna be performing with her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... They said she was really nice and really helpful mm-hmm. in the music video there. Good for Sheila. 
Good for you, Sheila. I'm surprised you did not get that. I would have not got that because I don't know her as Sheila Escovito. Yeah, I just know true. her as Sheila E. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If if someone else out there, if someone out there listening to this got that, like would have uh, would have got that Escovito, you're you know too much. <laughs> you know too much. Now, honestly, this song might have went away. Mm-hmm. Except for in 2009, there was a YouTube video placed called, entitled, 49ers Rap. This is what we just watched. Yes, by Brian2001BT. Brian2001BT? Is a hero. He's the only person with a copy of this <laughs> this song, of this video. Oh wow! That when they went to Michael to Peter Michael to ask him, could they get like you know tapes of the original? Mm-hmm. He says that he thinks they were Roger Craig, and Roger Craig says, "I don't have the fucking tapes." <laughs> <laughs> so literally, Brian is like the only person with the music video. He's he's got the hard world. copy. He's the only person with it. Wow. The only person with it. And what are, and he could have kept this to himself. And nobody would ever and know. And nobody would ever know. Nobody but ever he's know. a good man and he shared it with the world. <laughs> and he has over 120,000 views now. I am really shocked that it doesn't have more. I'm surprised it doesn't have more either. Because, well, but well, look at the Well, this song wasn't a hit, though. though. This song was not a hit. Despite the name of our podcast being That's a Hit. The song was not a hit, which is interesting enough because. Oh, it's it, that. Which one? Which one is more fun to listen to? This or the soup? That or the Super Bowl Shuffle? Which one? You, which one would you say? Okay, Super Bowl Shuffle has a wider audience because it's not about a specific team, but the Forty ers We are the Forty ers Is kind of like insane. Yeah. So I would say it's about 50-50, to be honest with you. I feel like it's a little bit more fun to listen to 49ers rap. Mm-hmm. And I honestly am so very surprised that it did not catch on. Oh, I'm not shocked at all. Because after, they probably were like, yeah, no. Well, I'm thinking with the Super Bowl Shuffle, with the Super Bowl Shuffle, shuffle catching mm-hmm. on as hot as it did, I thought this would catch on just as hot. Well, you know what? Maybe when this came out, the world wasn't ready for a football song yet. Just just a year later. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey now. A lot can change in a year. <laughs> a lot can change in a year, okay? Alright, well, you ready to get some key lyrics of this song? I am absolutely ready. Okay. Hey, y'all need to thank the fuck out of me. Because, there, obviously, there's only one version of the song on the internet. You think that anybody's ever done lyrics for this goddamn song? No. <laughs> I had to listen to this song multiple times to make sure I can get key lyrics from this goddamn song. <laughs> so, you listen to this song once and you hate and you hate your life. I have listened to this song like a total of like four four to five times. And you're like one And that's not including the replays of lyrics to make sure I'm getting the right words exactly. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How are you not dead? <laughs> Because I love listening to Jerry Rice rap. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we start off the song with Roger Craig. 
he starts off with, we played a game where you pass, block, and, block and run. But most of all, we like to have good fun. I, I did hear that. And I was like, <laughs> there's that kid rap again. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this one might make you even go a little bit more of kid rap. Mm-hmm. They call me Roger the Dodger. I bust through the defense. <laughs> uh, and he finishes off his line with and pretty much all of them finish off their line with the same line of I'm on a team that's never been finer the San Francisco 49ers no 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 And then this is when Kenya Turner comes on here and goes, don't test me. Don't try to run. I fool around and put you out the game, son. Yeah. (laughs) You got to be careful with a line like, don't test me. Don't try to run. Mm, Times like this, that might not go over so well. Oh, don't worry. There's another line that's going to, that you didn't catch yet. That definitely is not going over well now. Well, I think I caught something about the video itself that you didn't catch. Because you haven't mentioned it yet that I can't wait to point out. Okay. And then you have uh, Jerry Rice coming on with a great old, hi, my name is Jerry Rice. Don't try to doubt me because you'll pay pay the price. Ooh. <laughs> but you know what? That could be like a battle cry, though. Don't yeah. try to doubt me. Don't try to doubt me or you'll pay the price. And then we get into Doug DeBose. Now, do you remember what Doug DeBose is? He's the Iceman. Iceman. He had a, you know, he had his he own had the, crew. Yeah, the Ice Crew. The Ice Crew, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes in here with uh, his his very, very nice rap line here mm-hmm. of, I have a whole bunch of sissies on my back, and you can't, you can do what you want because I ain't going down, Jack. Oh. That's, that's your rapper right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's your college rapper right there. <laughs> wow. With a line that you talking about, lines that do not. Did not age well. Yeah, that definitely. <laughs> sissy. Sissies. I got oh a whole bunch of sissies on my back. And you can do what you, what you want. Because I ain't going down, Jack. <laughs> you can do what you want of me, but I'm not going down. <laughs> <laughs> Say whatever you want. Accuse me of whatever you want. I'm not going down. And then you have Ronnie Lott, which is... This is amazing to see Ronnie Lott do this, by the way. Ronnie Lott... With the line of, I'm writing a lot, and don't come near me because I want what you got. Ugh. And I don't know if you know who Lonnie Lot is, but she, he was like, he's like known as being like one of the toughest players in NFL history. I want what you got. Yeah, he's, he's known as he's like being the biggest badass in NFL history. And he said, I'm a not line gonna like lie, that, that line's kind of gay. <laughs> It's a little gay. <laughs> Don't come around me because I want what you got. All right, which one's gayer? Is the one where the guy says, yeah, six he's on his back and you can do what you want? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> no, I think I'm going with Ronnie Lott's line. He's a little bit gayer because he's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Just a little gay, guys. And then, the, one of the last lines of the song is, we're more famous than Bill Crosby and the Huxtables. Well, you know, they didn't know. <laughs> But you know what? Maybe uh, no, they, didn't they didn't know. He was America's dad at the time, not America's creepy ass uncle. So yeah, this song did not age well at all. No, lyrically, not a lot. And I'm gonna point out something else that really wouldn't age well, especially if someone pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Um. So. They at the end of the video, they had all of the players around a piano, and someone I'm pretty sure one of the players is playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just throwing it out there, looks like he's trying to act like a blind piano player because he's got his head up in the air, sunglasses on, yeah, and he's doing like that. Oh, thing. okay, yeah, I see that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that I think this video has a lot more than things to consider with the This is true. So to be on our I guess how did this get made copycatting level here, mm-hmm. would you would would you tell someone or inform someone to listen to this song? Absolutely. <laughs> no question. Wow, that's surprised. I was surprised. Yeah. I thought you was gonna go no with. No, this is a no question. One hundred percent, you should listen to it. So this is the first one that you said that you're saying. This is the first one. Yes, because this is like one of the most '80s things I've ever heard, and it's mm-hmm. got that like late '80s, early '90s, like everything is done on a synthesizer thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a single like actual instrument in that song. No. Which is just something I love personally. Except for the guy playing fake air guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah, that one was great. What I the question that I have though is, do we know if Sheila E played on the song? I think I think they said that she might have had some background vocals in it. <laughs> I think that's about it. Oh, right. I can't remember if the article said Damn. for sure, or confirmed for sure she had back, background vocals in it or not. Do you want to know what I think? What? I think she was probably like, yeah, Prince just, he doesn't want me. <laughs> he, uh, if I, uh, he's, his word's the last word. <laughs> that... He, he probably, that, that was like her way to get out of it. <laughs> like, Prince, you know him, he's... You know, friends, he's a tough guy. He's crazy. He's very particular. And he was like, no, do it. I don't care. (laughs) Would have been like, no, do it. I don't care. It's your life. Do it. Well, you should do one. You should do it. So, yeah. First one. We didn't. First, not a hit for us. Not a hit, but. Oh, by the way, I do also say that you should listen to the song because it's. It's next level bonkers. Yes, it's ridiculously crazy and fun. It's just fun. It's just fun, literally, to see football players that you... If you definitely, if you're a football fan, it's fun to see th- these football players doing something that you're literally like, 
what are you doing? Why, <laughs> why are you doing what you're doing? Or uh, even that, why is this not a known thing? Like, yeah. why did I not know that? Why am I just finding out by chance today that Jerry Rice did this? You would figure that they would be, that this would be something right now that would be like all over the place. All over. You think this would be like the most advertised thing of all time? Yeah. But, no. It's not. Maybe I should tweet it during the Super Bowl so it gets really big and our podcast can like get huge. Great idea. We will be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. We will be doing that. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I guess now we get into our hits of the week. Hits of the week. What's your hit of the week? Hit of the week. Um to go off to back to back off you, I have a shit of the week. Okay, actually, Little Wayne's funeral album. Ooh. It is bad, <laughs> very very bad, mm-hmm. atrociously bad. Ooh. And I know people are gonna hype it up because Little Wayne has you know friends in the music industry and um, mm-hmm. the television industry and stuff like that. And I know everybody's like, whoa, he had a 22nd, he had a 24 second moment of silence at the end of the song for LeBron, for LeBron For LeBron James. James. Uh, Kobe Bryant. For LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. Uh, Kobe Bryant. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's terrible. It's just, it's a bad album. He literally has multiple songs where he names the song something uh-huh. and then raps and all his raps are him like saying that word. Mm-hmm. Like I think one of the songs is called. Oh, I can't remember one one of the songs is called. It's mm-hmm. called. It's called. Let's say. Let's just give it like a break. We'll call it break. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, "I did a basketball. I played basketball and did a fast break. I rode a skateboard and then I my leg breaked. <laughs> he'll just do something like that, you know. Or what the mean? word is repeating. Yes, he'll literally just like rap about it and then he'll try to make it like try to use it in different examples of how you use the word break yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't really. I myself, I don't have a shit of the week. Mm-hmm. I do have a big hit of the week though. Okay. And it's okay. I'm not every hit of the week is going to be somewhat related to, to Billie Eilish at all. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I promise it's not going to be every single week, (laughs) but it's, but, and this is not Billie Eilish. My hit of the week is her brother Phineas's album called blood harmony. Mm -hmm. I listened to it all at once while I was working Mm -hmm. and it is so good Hmm. he has such a great voice and is such a great songwriter if you haven't heard it it's great but he doesn't get any of the pub damn you billy well he get he kind of gets some of the pub he's been on some talk shows but never heard of him well (laughs) he produced he produced all of her um yeah i know yeah i know one producer of the year at the Grammys. I'm just kidding. I know who the hell he is. I'm speaking to our <laughs> listeners. The, if you don't know who he is, he produced her album and won producer of the year. And he has his own out and it's, oh God. Well, shouts out to Alex Ebert. Who's... <laughs> <laughs> 
I listened to two songs from the album, by the way. So we have a friend named Alexis Ebert who we hope to one day get on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, she she is really a, wants to be on. She I is a to country about music it. singer, mm-hmm. and she's fucking a phenomenal country music singer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy came out with an album. Is it called like I versus I? Is is yes, I versus I. His name Alex Ebert, and he's like the male version of her. But it's not country music. It's like alternative. It's weird. It's okay. weird. It's weird. It's it's one of those ones that you you gotta be like. Yeah, dude. I'm on I'm on drug right now. Oh, okay. Let's chill and listen to this. Right yeah. Now, to understand it, so. Well, that that's not me. So. I'm down. I'm down to do some streams and let's do it. Let's check it out. See what it's like. You have fun with that. <laughs> you have fun with that. No, but uh, what would be my hit of the week? I've been I haven't listened fully to Yo Gotti's album yet, but it seems like it's pretty good. Um, oh, I listened to an album last week called "Is Oh Man." Can't can't even look it up because I'm on. The, Oh man, I'm feel so upset when I can't remember this album. Do you remember the artist? The artist's name is Kush Kushney, Kushney maybe. I don't know. Get in your take out your phone and mm-hmm. see. Type in Kushney on Apple Music and see if that pulls up. Okay. Um, but I was listening to the album. It's it's a weird type of music, but it's also really really good. I really liked it a lot, and I really wanted to give that album a shout out, even though you know we don't know who the fuck he is, and he doesn't probably need a shout is out. Is it? I don't think no. Well, I don't. This didn't really pull. There's Cushy. Maybe it's Cushy. Cushy Sunco. Let me see. No, go to go go to Apple Music, not Spotify. Okay. <laughs> is it? Is it K U S H E Y? No, it's K U S S H N I. Kushni. Okay. That's what I said. That's well, yeah. It's loading. Okay. Well, his album's really, really, it's really, really interesting. The album is, and I really, really liked it a lot. And let's see here. Yeah, I guess I'm just not gonna find the album. No. I have to look it up on my phone. But Well how about next week once you figure it out, you can recommend it then. I will be recommending it then because it's a really good album. I really am proud of whoever that guy is that he comes up with pretty good music. Mm-hmm. Um but I also did listen to the Mac Miller album several times in mm-hmm. a row to just kinda just analyze it a mm-hmm. lot and mm-hmm. God, it's really good. It's a really good listen. Uh, I remember you talking about that on the first episode. Yeah, it's really good listening. Uh, you know, so I, as on the first episode, I mentioned that I wasn't really, go- I hadn't really like really sat sat down and listened to mm-hmm. it. And this one, I really, really just sat sat down and listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those. It's weird because it's kind of nuanced esque as well as you know, albums are starting to come out more and more now where they don't really have a hit song to it. 
Mm-hmm. It's not one of the songs that's like, okay, this song's for commercial, and now the rest yeah. of them are about the album. Not like a Rihanna album? Yeah, it's not like a, yeah, not like a Rihanna album or pretty much any album b- before this modern era. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, really, most albums, you know, had a hit song, and then it had just the album songs. Well, I, I, th- I feel like there, there was a time before where people would make albums. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is a cohesive thing um and then you had i think you had a song that stuck out though well yeah but i'm saying i feel like that got more prevalent though the the idea of not having a cohesive unit and really just singles yeah really came about and there was a bunch of singles um and i think people are kind of circling back around oh People want to actually have a whole cohesive album. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty much what this album is. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a hit hit song. You have good news, which is really good, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a hit song. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really like it. Do you think that might be why Rihanna hasn't released music in a really long time? Because she doesn't really know how to put out, put out a cohesive album? No, because she could easily just release the album. She could release the album tomorrow and everybody would be writing it. Yeah, I mean everybody's writing Little Wayne's album and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I think it's one of those things where it doesn't really matter if it's good. People gonna that's People like gonna eat it like, up. Taylor, like Taylor Swift's album. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's. I haven't heard anybody give it a great review of this new Taylor Swift album. Yeah. But I mean, people, it it went platinum before it even was released. Yeah. People pre-ordered it. It pre-ordered platinum. It pre-ordered platinum. But you know what? This is... I feel like this is her, one of her lesser lesser producing albums. Yeah. This is well, not... Well, she left Big Machine. Yeah. She did leave Big Machine. She left Big Machine. Um, And the thing is, like... Uh, you'll hear me talk about Taylor Swift some during this podcast. I'm not a huge fan. She'll release her... used to be. Not really. Okay. No, I mean, I really, I really liked Reputation, but mm-hmm. I just, uh, I can't, I can't with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I like the first album. I thought the first album was really good. Her very first album? Mm-hmm. The one where she's 17 With Tim McGraw? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That love song and, uh. That was actually her second album. Yeah, you're right. Love Song's the second album. So maybe mm-hmm. the second album's the one I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. With Love, Love Fearless? Song and Fearless, Tears on My Guitar. That was her first album. So yeah, maybe first. It's you, the first album then, maybe. No, the, the Fearless was her second album. That's the name of the second album. And then Taylor Swift was just her very first one. That one was with Tear, was. Tears on My Guitar. I think so, with Tears on My Guitar and... Uh, Teardrops, I think. I don't know. Tear, teardrops on my guitar. That's what it is. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Teardrops on my guitar and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I had a good old jazz. Yep. But. It's a classic Taylor Swift. I liked, I really liked her back then. Yeah, her first album I liked. But. It was when she wrote and the And maybe the second album was pretty, was pretty good too mm-hmm. then. I think it was just after the, after she started really going like, uh, I'm a get revenge relationship stuff I think that's when it went I think it's when she decided to eventually like you said like you you said over the phone with me Mm -hmm. I think we was having this conversation on phone Mm -hmm. when she or maybe we had this conversation on the podcast last week I think it was on yeah I think we had on the conversation on podcast last week where uh you said pretty much she didn't showed her true face and she wanted to be pop yeah I think that's when it went 
downhill. Mm-hmm. Well, I, d- I think f- the thing is, for me, it was honestly when she made the diss song about John Mayer. Because mm-hmm. I'm a John Mayer stan. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Love me some John Mayer, dude. You do love some John Mayer. Yeah. One day you'll be getting a John Mayer podcast. Yeah. One day. One day. <laughs> One day. Well, uh, with that said, I guess. I guess that's it. That's it for us. Yeah. So, again, if you're hearing us out there on Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, or any other places that we are streaming at, mm-hmm. have a great fun time. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. And just remember that you might get Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, and Emmanuel Sanders to all do a 49ers rap together. I think we should start a petition. <laughs> uh, with that said, do we have an outro for this? I think our outro is just what we do at the end. Yeah. So, alright. Have fun. Enjoy. Yeah. I hope your team wins unless it's the Chiefs. Yeah. Also, check out Dude, Where's, Where's My Killer? As yes. Well, our, yes, our other podcast, Dude, Where's My Killer? Um, other podcasts. True yeah. crime comedy. Yep, yep, yep. So with that said, bye. Bye. That's a hit! That is a hit! Hallelujah!